Hi, I'm Holland Petrock. I'm 15 years old and live in Jacksonville, North Carolina. This is Climate Stories Youth Report. A podcast by Coastal Youth Media and NC Health News exploring how climate change is shaping our neighbors' lives in unexpected ways. I'm your host. This podcast is produced by eight youth producers living in rural coastal North Carolina. Our region is one of the earliest places in the U.S. to be impacted by climate change. After training with professional North Carolina journalists, we embarked as reporters ourselves. Each episode, you'll hear from different coastal North Carolina youth reporters and their stories. Let's begin. Global warming and climate change have been an exceedingly tricky thing that we have been battling for many years. As humans face many challenges and some can be really severe. If the human environment can be severely damaged by these challenges, how do you think the wildlife is affected? Many reports have shown a drastic decrease in small animals in the environment, and small animals have a major impact on the environment just as much or possibly more than the larger animals do. According to Ron Sutherland, a wildlife conservationist, he states that for the red wolf species, the population has gone about from 80 down to about 10. What would you say is most challenging about the job? Staying optimistic sometimes is pretty hard. I mean, it's a good trait for if you're going to be a, a, a wildlife conservationist, being able to sort of look on the bright side and, and, and stay positive and stay motivated even when things, bad things keep happening. It's a good skill, but sometimes it, you know, like for the red wolf, you know, they're, they're basically just being wiped out. And um, so I have to kind of deal with that. One of the main reasons that their population is slowly decreasing is because they are commonly mistaken for coyotes. And coyotes are very commonly hunted for their fur and their meat. There's lots of other stuff too, like, you know, helping with reintroduction programs. Like the the Red Wolf was a reintroduction program. They, They had gone basically extinct in the wild. And then the zoos, the last few Red Wolves got caught and, and brought in the zoos and the zoos bred them and then they had to release them again. I have another source. Her name is Kelly Applegate and she is a wildlife scientist. She says one of the main reasons that small animals are affected by climate change is because when the weather changes drastically, so does their food. Because of like prey availability or lack of prey, I should say, their body size is smaller or their overall health might be worse. Birds are nesting and fledging and migrating earlier um, than they normally do but they might not be ready for that migration because it's so taxing on their body. They might not have enough nutrition to really allow them to fly that long distance. There's also been this decrease in habitat. Part of that is those really important migratory stopovers for birds. Normally, when the weather changes, animals like to migrate. And that's not very good because how are they supposed to eat when there's no food around them? It's called you know, spatial analysis, where you're like using computer programs to map map out species distributions of where they're where the species are going to be now, and maybe even where they're going to be in the future based on climate change and sea level rise and things. Where would you want the climate movement to be in like a year or so from now? There might not be all negative things. Some of these species might have an increase in their range. Um, you know, as the climate warms, they might be able to live in places that they 
haven't lived before. So we have to kind of see as, as these things play out, but that may potentially be a quote unquote good thing about global warming and climate change. Putting up policies to protecting wildlife is really important. One thing I found really interesting that she said is that teenagers are the main key to helping protect our environment. And I think she has a great point. It's really important that we need to teach them how to care for it. You can get any information you need from social media. I'd like to see more young adults get involved. That's where I kind of want and hope that the climate movement goes. Thanks for listening to Climate Stories, Youth Report. Each episode, our coastal North Carolina youth reporters take you into a story about how climate change is shaping our neighbors' lives in unexpected ways. I'm your host, Holland Petrov. I'm 15 years old and live in Jacksonville, North Carolina. After going through a journalism and podcast training program coached by Coastal Youth Media and NC Health News journalists, our youth reporters produce stories about their home region. This project is funded in part by a grant by North Carolina Sea Grant through the Community Collaborative Research Program. Coming up, another Climate Stories Youth Report episode.